Welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow. This is a moving river podcast hosted by multifaceted entrepreneur and transformational coach Bia Marie Eni. In this podcast, we want to help you discover the concept of flow and show you ways to get into flow and how you can keep your life flowing. Hello, 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 and welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow, the podcast that delves into the depth of human potential and the transformative power of flow. My name is Bia Maria Neen, and in today's episode, we have the absolute pleasure of welcoming a true powerhouse, Megan Gibson. She's not just a life alignment coach, she is a podcaster and an author. She is a guiding light on the path to self discovery. And with her one of a kind approach, Megan leads us to uncover our hidden gems and core values. As a mother who's mastered the art of authenticity in a world of facades, Megan's wisdom shines through her Free to Be You podcast. So let's dive in as she empowers us to break free from pretends, step into brilliance, and create lives that resonate with our heart's desires. So welcome, Megan. It is a pleasure to have you. Thank you. And thank you for that wonderful introduction. Yes. And I'm so excited to have you because when we first met, I saw your face and I felt like an instant connection. And I felt like, okay, I need to talk to you. I need to have you on my podcast. I need your wisdom to shine into this world. So what is it about, you know, aligning with your life, aligning with your values that gets you so fired up? Oh, you know, what gets me so fired up about that is the impact that it's had on my life and definitely on the the clients that I've worked with over the years. I find that, you know, whenever I have been in a place where I feel stuck or where I don't feel free, that having that clarity around who I am and what I stand for always brings me back into alignment. And so I love that when you have that deep understanding of yourself, life is just easier. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to be something you're not. People either like you or they don't. It just, just everything becomes more in flow, which I know that you'll love. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just find that I want that for more people. So it does get me fired up because there wasn't always a time where that was my reality. Obviously, I've been on my own journey to get there, but I've certainly been there uh, over the last couple of years and the results and the momentum that that's given me uh, in my life in every area has been yeah, transformative. So it does get me fired up. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, beautiful. And we talk a lot about, you know, what to do to get better. And we talk about a lot about how to, like there are, you know, how to books out there and how to podcasts and how to, but what I would love to talk to you about what is in the way, because when we think about how to, then there is something, you know, before that, that we need to address. 
And I know that you're an expert on that. So how about, how about, <laughs> yeah, you, we talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Let's dive into that. So I like to, do you know why that's something I could honestly say that I'm an expert in? Cause I had a lot in the way. <laughs> I had a lot in the way of me showing up for a very long time. So I grew up as a, I want to say a fully fledged good girl. Mm. Like I was that child that always tried to be good, always tried to make the adults around me happy, was always just trying to please everybody. And so as a child, sounds like a dream. It probably was, but I found as I got older that that story that was not I was not aware of as a child, I know exactly where it comes from now because I've done the work around it, but I didn't have the awareness of why I was like that and how that would, as I got older, stop me from showing up and stop me from or keep me in fear. So I grew up with a lot of anxiety, especially as a teenager, and I had good reason for that because there was a few things that I went through in my teens that some of us may relate to uh, with other people that gave gave me a lot of anxiety and also solidified a lot of the things I already felt. And so as I got older and as I started to journey, like, you know, into motherhood and being responsible for other human beings and getting married and trying to have a successful relationship, being a people pleaser, and being someone who worries about everybody else, that just snowballed out of control to the point where when I turned 40, and I'm fast, this is a very fast forward version of my story, so please, please feel free to go back to any point you wish. But when I turned 40, I felt like I had no idea who I actually was. I'd achieved a lot of things. I had three amazing human beings that I raised and, and adored and I was still married at that point. But I did feel like I should be happier. I felt like I should be wealthier. I felt like I should be healthier, more successful. And I just, I just didn't, I just didn't feel happy. I felt really, really stuck. And so the unraveling of that has been basically me living into what I talk, what we're talking about and becoming more aware of the things that I wanted to move towards. But then I obviously had to step into that and it's hard. And that's where what you said before, there's a lot of things about how we can do that. But what, what actually stops us from doing that is all the things we already believe about ourselves. And so what I had to do was uncover all of what I just said. I had to uncover the origin of that story. I had to understand that that's not who I really was. And I had to get rid of the limiting beliefs that I had solidified and instilled and lived into for so long. I had to get them out of the way. And that is what I feel really stops us from getting into flow at all. It stops us from showing up and being real. It stops us from, it stops people from getting to know us as well. And I got to tell you, I was exhausted. I was so exhausted from pleasing everybody else and trying to be perfect at everything 
and trying to look perfect, I was just so exhausted. So it all just came to a pretty much a grinding halt around that time. And I just realized if I don't change something, they're always going to be that way. And yeah, I had to get rid of the, the BS in the way of me stepping up and doing the things that we've all been told we need to do. Isn't that fascinating that like how our mind works that mm. I know most of the most of the things that we learn as children, we adapt as like survival mechanisms in a way. Yeah. Because we all want to be loved. We all want to be, you know, we all want to be part of the gang because if we're not, then, you know, our primal brain says we're going to die. So that yeah. means we need to be loved. And that means we need to please in, you know, but actually being who you are, like this, your vibe attracts your tribe. I heard that True. so many times and it just, I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, 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 whatever. And just like you said, when you turned 40, I kind of had that revelation when I was 30, but it took me 10 years. You know, it wasn't like this, bam, oh my God, I need to change something. But it was like this constant sight, like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, this is that, okay. I, I'm, a, I'm a slow bloomer, let's say it like that. <laughs> so, um, so when it finally hit, you know, all the unraveling for me, it was like this, my God. Why have I wasted so much energy and so much time on pleasing everybody or trying to be somebody that I'm not? Yeah. I, just like you, I, I also was a good girl. I tried to be mm -hmm. the good girl, but I also, mm, I like to call it personas. You know, your diff the different parts yeah. of you that you adapt. And I... My my th true authentic persona like came out like really strongly sometimes. I was a punk, you know, I really, I had colored hair. I was hanging out with the people on the street. You know, I wanted a rat, but I couldn't take it home. So I bought a rat, but I gave it to a friend and all, all that kind of stuff. Like I had those really rebellious phases that really didn't fit into my life kind of. Yeah. So it was always this like breaking out, coming in, breaking out, coming in. And by that time, I didn't know what, what balance was, you know, I didn't know how to bring those different personas together or, you know, shift them into the authentic version of myself. Yeah. And so knowing that today, it's like, oh yeah, that's so easy. You know, that comes up. Okay. Let's see what it is, what it wants, what the needs are. Okay. Let's change it and, you know, give it a new job. A supportive, a supportive role in my life and not a blocking or, you know, interrupting yeah. role. Um, but what you said about the transitions also, when you, when you figure out, okay, something is not working and most people then are like, yeah, but going mm. down that road is uncomfortable, might change something, might change my reality completely. And I really feel safe here. This is really yeah. nice here. So how to, <laughs> what what would be your approach when somebody comes to you and is, is like, I want to, you know, there's, I know there's something better out there. I don't feel happy right now, but I feel feel, feel really comfortable and I'm afraid to move out there. Like, how do you work with somebody? 
So one of the things that I found and sort of leading on and it's the perfect question to lead on from where I left off is that, and you you would write about the personas, which also ties beautifully into what I'm about to say. I found that we have this, we have two voices. Mm. We have the negative voice and then the good voice or our intuition. And usually what happens as we go through life, as I've found, is we get out of the driver's seat and sometimes sit in the passenger seat or the back seat, which is even worse, and we put that negative voice in the driver's seat. So we get in the passenger seat, we get in the back, and we stop driving, we stop leading, and we let this negative voice tell us, this persona over here, tell us, what we should and shouldn't do. And I used to think, oh, I just want that voice to just be quiet. Like, just shut up. Like, I can't hear myself. I can't hear that the good part, the whispers, the move this way, this feels good. Like, we don't listen. We don't hear that because this is so loud. And what I help people understand is that that voice is actually there to keep you safe Mm -hmm. and to keep you comfortable. So that comfort feeling that we don't want to let go of it's this, it's really this here saying, no, don't do that. What if it doesn't work? What if they don't like you? What if, you know what I mean? Don't, if you put yourself out there, it might not work and you'll fail. So I'm going to keep you safe. So instead of trying to turn that voice off, what I help people do is let's actually give it a name. (laughs) So we can understand that it's not who we really are, but it's there. It's never going away. And we just need to turn the volume down and say, thank you. Thanks for the warning. Thanks, you know, and turn the, up the volume of our intuition. So turn up the, our, listen to our gut mm-hmm. and listen to who we really are. So the way that I found the best way to actually turn that voice down is to get to know who you really are. Mm-hmm. Because we know that really well, because we've listened to it our whole life. We've listened to it. Tell us who to be, how to be how to be pleased, how to, you know what I mean? How to be liked. So in order to turn that down, we need to turn the the other one up. And what we need to do is uncover that one. And what I have found is the best way to do that. And this is what I spend a lot of work with my clients doing is helping them understand what they value, why they value it, why, where they, when they started valuing that, because I find it really good to anchor things. If you haven't noticed, um, So uncovering those meaningful themes in their life, those meaningful things, understanding them and giving them language because when you language something or you write something down, it becomes tangible and it becomes real. Mm. So when I talk about uncovering the real you, that's what I mean. It's like let's give you, let's get really intentional and give the those things language and make them tangible so then you can show up that way with intention and you can hear yourself again and you can then start to align all the things in your life with this that real version and all of a sudden it's like not like she goes away she's just not as loud and then we can hear us again yes Absolutely. And I love it when you said, you know, that negative voice, the one we give it a name and also appreciate the warning 
Because, mm. yeah, at some point there was a saber-toothed tiger around the corner and we Correct. needed that, yeah. you know? Yeah. But uh, when I I use it now as a like as a warning system that tells me I'm exiting my comfort zone. Mm. And when that comes up, I'm like, oh, okay, this can get really good now. It can be yicky, icky a little bit, but this this is going to get really good now. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I love, you know, when you said uncovering who you really are and incorporating those voices and also, yeah, listen to our intuition more. Yeah. And you know, the other thing too, you mentioned um, about, you know, feeling the feeling in your body and and coming into your body and and using that as well. So I talked about anxiety and having uh having anxiety. And so one of the things I learned as I I had a, you know, I had therapy around this, I had a coach, I've done a lot of work, I've done a lot of my own work. And one of the I cannot remember who told me that who told me this or who I was in a room with at the time. But I remember learning about how things feel in the body. And so anxiety feels the same in our body as excitement. So when we are anxious or nervous and when we are excited, it actually feels the same, Mm. right? That's why people love roller coasters because they're terrified and excited all at the same time. It's the same emotion. It's the same, not the same emotion, but it's the same feeling. So the beautiful thing about being a human being over any other uh, living thing is that we get to choose. Mm -hmm. We have the ability to make a conscious choice about things. So when you feel that feeling coming up, you can choose to be anxious or you can choose to be excited. And that's pretty much what you just said. It's like, thank you for the warning. It's going to get a little messy, but it's going to be exciting, you know, (laughs) And so that was a real, um, I don't know, it was, I, I like to understand how things work. I've always been like that. I'm a lifelong learner. <laughs> I love to learn how things work. And if someone's going to tell me to do something, they better tell me why, or I'm probably not going to do it <laughs> because it just makes it easier to understand. Again, it's that clarity and having that deeper level of understanding. Uh, I just find that that always, always super, super powerful. And so that's why I think it's the better we understand ourselves, the, uh, the easier it is to get in flow. Yes. Yes. And you know what came up when you said it's the same emotion? It's the or it, no, it's the same feeling in our body. It's just the meaning that we attach to it. Exactly. It yep. is with everything, you know, what we believe or what we tell ourselves, like what you said before about people pleasing. The stories that we tell ourselves become our reality. So when we have had a situation where, you know, you we turned around a corner and there was somebody, you know, uh, booing us. Every time, you know, we turn around a corner, there is this feeling in our body, oh my God, maybe somebody is standing there and tries to boo me again. But, yeah. and then we're like, oh no, I'm never going to turn right again in my life because I, I'm, you know, I'm too shocked to go right. And then we only turn left and we miss out all the good things on the right. Um mm-hmm. This is an extreme example, but um, what I mean by that is to just this, to really x-ray our mind, 
to x-ray the thoughts that we have, to x-ray our the language that we use. Because yeah. the, the words that we use, we it's it's called spelling for a reason. I cannot stress to say this enough. It's spelling. We spell with our words. We spell, we bring things into reality with our words. Oh, I love that. I've never heard that before. Really? No. Oh, that's that's so powerful. Yeah. Yes. And you know, everything that we say. When, when we beat ourselves up with, oh, I'm so stupid, there, something, something of that will stick, mm. even if it's just the energy of it, but something of it will stick. So yeah. why don't we use our brilliant mind for the better, for the good? You know, like, yeah. he's, like we talked about already, the beliefs that we have, they come from something, they stand from th- something. Yeah, so true. And you know, something I just thought of while you were talking there is when you said um, we tell ourselves that we're stupid. The other really interesting thing that I find I found really powerful and I find powerful, especially when I'm working with women that have children, especially daughters, is the way that we talk to ourselves, we would never talk to anyone else that way. We would never talk to our best friend that way. We would certainly never talk to our daughter that way. So why do we talk to ourselves that way? Mm -hmm. And it's just a habit of doing it for so long subconsciously with no awareness. When you bring awareness to it like we're talking about, that's when we can really do something about it. And so languaging things like you just said, I love that spelling it out. Oh, that's brilliant. When we language something that's important to us, it becomes, like I said, it becomes tangible, it becomes real, and it becomes something that we have awareness around. And that means that then we can create alignment. So obviously that's something that I'm super passionate about, helping people not just uncover who they are, but then actually put that, (laughs) step that into their life, allow the, the things in their life, the people in their life to get to know who you really are so that then you can attract, like we said, attract your your tribe with your vibe. Uh, but if we, when we put that language around things and we start to get intentional about it, it allows us to create alignment. So going back to that feeling in the body, when we're out of alignment, we feel it before we know it. Mm. Yeah. So we we feel like something's not right before we are have any awareness around it and that's why it's really important to get like I said to get to know our body and to turn that voice down so we can hear ourselves because we can't align with anything do you see how it all goes together it's kind of like if we if we don't know ourselves we don't have any language it's not tangible it's all you know in our subconscious it's not in our conscious awareness then we're just gonna you know go around all over the place, not really knowing what we want, not really knowing who we're going to be, who's going to come into our life, where we're going to head, what we're going to create. And we can't really make any conscious choices. Not only that, we have no idea what any of the feelings are and we're just feeling things and we're just going, you know, it's just a big messy soup. So we need to get clarity. We need to clear the water. And I've always found like the deeper understanding we have and if we just start there, 
And then we start to get to know how that feels. And then we can create alignment because we can tell when we're off. And it just becomes this amazing compass that Mm. we can just navigate life with. And we can stay in the driver's seat. Yeah, staying in the driver's seat. I I love that example when you said, you know, putting the negative voice in the in the driver's seat. Um, I I I don't know who said that, but uh I don't I don't remember who said that, but I heard somebody say, you know, when you have childhood trauma, for example, then you let your let's say 14-year-old or 7-year-old drive. Mm-hmm. How scary is that? Yeah. You know. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. so I know for most people, you know, because we have, there's the voices outside, they're so loud, media, uh, advertisements, celebrities, you know, your family, everything around you is so loud. The voices are so loud and so overpowering sometimes that it's so hard to hear your authentic voice, like your intuition, higher guidance, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So um, how can we how can we get to that point to turn up, to turn the volume outside down and inside up? You know, what's really funny. Most people, when they want to get, when they want to sort something out or fix something, we look outwards. Mm -hmm. We go fight to look for the solution. We go to find the wisdom somewhere else. But what what we need to do is actually turn around and look inward. Mm -hmm. And so when we're focused inward, we're not paying attention as much to everything on the external. So it goes back to what I was saying. It's like, okay, well, let's look for the internal wisdom that we have. Let's bring that out. Let's unpack that. And, you know, there's a, there's a process, of, there's many processes out there. The process I follow is that we, you know, we get all that out. Let's, let's unpack it. Let's unpack the bag. See what's in there. You know, let's go in let's not pay attention to let's not go looking for the solution outside let's go into the into what we already have what we already know and find it there and I think that that's the best way that we can it's like we you know before we jumped on you were talking about your daughter with the with the the iPad it's like well if we go looking out we need to turn all that stuff off and we need to go in yeah because we are thrown a lot of information and like I said I do love to learn I love to you know look look for how things understand understand how things work and all of that but that's actually not going to do us any good if we don't first know who we are because we need to know how to align with that information mm-hmm. we need to make sure that if we're going to get help from somebody that they're the right person to get the help from yes so we need to go inward first and my vision for the world is that everybody has the courage to access that inner wisdom mm. that's what I really want to see happen and the funny thing is babe that when we are being true to ourselves when we show up as the fully self-expressed no holes bars this is who I am no pretending you know what it does is it gives everybody else around you permission to do the same. And that's where the magic is. I think personally that flow on effect from that is, 
you know, your your children get to know that version of you. I have a beautiful new man in my life. Well, it's not that new now, it's been a year, but I have a beautiful new man in my life who only ever got to know the real me. Like he loves me for everything that I am and everything that I'm not because I didn't never have showed him anything else. And guess what? Every single day is easy because I never have to pretend or hide anything. Mm. And so that also gave him permission to do the same, just as an example, right? So then, you know, when we got to know each other, it gave him permission to be vulnerable and permission to, to show me those parts of himself. And so that created a very, very strong connection very quickly. And I think that that's what we need to kind of remember is, you know, things, if we're not loving the things in our life, if we're not, if something doesn't, isn't working or if it doesn't feel right, there's a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. And when you said you have a beautiful new man in your life that, you know, <laughs> knows the true you, you're, I, I immediately got um, thrown back to my story. Like I met my husband nine years ago. And um, when we met, I was on this journey already, but I wasn't quite there yet. And so he has witnessed my journey, my uh, d development, my, like how I evolved. And sometimes I feel like, ooh, Ah, ah, this, you know, if I really do this now, if I really show this side of me now, then is he still gonna love me? But yeah. he has, you know, he's yeah. like, he's, he's so, he's so amazing. And this just shows what you, what you just said, when you show your true colors, when you are really authentically you, and there's a person who might know you before you actually know yourself. And then they're mm -hmm. like, there you are. Finally, after all that BS is peeled off. Great to see you. True. Um, yeah. So this is a wonderful, wonderful, actually, way to end this, you know, to be, it is amazing to be you. It is amazing to be authentically you because there's only one you in this world. Yeah. And every part of you is needed because that's why you're here. Not because to pretend to be somebody else, not to pretend to or, you know, try to be somebody that everybody loves. Um, not everybody likes, you know, vanilla. Mm -hmm. Not everybody likes chocolate. Yeah. So be your own flavor. Be your real you. Perfect. Thank you so much for bringing this up. Yeah. And you're right. You know, it's, it. you know, with your, your whole podcast is about being in flow. And what I find is that when you we have flow, you also have ease. Mm -hmm. You can't have one without the other. And for me, it's so much easier to just be you. It's so much easier to not have to pretend and not have to, you know, it, then it just creates that ease and that flow. And the interesting thing about flow is that it's not one direction. Things flow back to you as well. So, you know, it's beautiful. And, yeah, thank you for uh, for having me on to talk about this because it is something I'm very passionate about and I feel like 
people need to remember this isn't a dress rehearsal. You know, it's the real deal. This is it. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a dress rehearsal, people. This is the real deal. Buckle up and get on the stage. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much. Megan, where can people find you? I mean, I'm going to put the uh, links um, in the comment uh, description, but yeah, tell us where can we find you? Where can people find you? Well, if you search for freed to be you with a D, freed, and the D is important, uh, freed to be you on any social media platform, you'll find me. Uh, but the best place to, uh, to come and hang out with me is on my website. So that's where you can really get to know a little bit more about what I'm about. That's my home on the web, on the interwebs. And uh, you can even find a cool little fun quiz to uncover that mean voice we were talking about before if you feel called oh, so nice. called the freed from bs quiz and you'll find it there it'll pop up when you come say hi uh so yeah free to be you.com nice. i love quizzes i'm, I'm probably gonna have all good with quiz. it yeah <laughs> that's so cool all right thank you so much for being here megan thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us and yeah that's it that's it for today that's our show if you like what you heard then please subscribe to our channel rate the show and come back next week when we dive more into the wonderful world of flow with more amazing guests and yeah get inspired so until next time keep shining keep growing keep learning and keep flowing